lights, camera, we're going live. Learn the ins and outs of live events from today's top business leaders and how to make yours epic. Here's your host, Aaron Smith. All right, welcome to another episode of Epic Live Events. I'm here today with Samantha Kelly. She's the tweeting goddess. She's the founder of the Women's Inspire Network. She's the founder of Social Media Dublin, now brand ambassador who recently sold it. Uh, She's got a ton of experience with events. Samantha, thank you so much for doing this with me today. Oh, you're welcome. I'm delighted to be here. Thanks a million. Yeah, I've heard so much about you through the internet world. And I know, you know, anytime anybody comes up with Twitter, your name is brought up, but I know you do so much more than just a Twitter expert. So I want to talk about events and you've just, you've done so many, you've done so much. You started even before Social Media Dublin, but I'll be honest, Social Media Dublin is where you came onto my radar. Now mm-hmm. you do the, the Women's Inspire Network. Can you tell us a little bit about the history you've had with events and what made you to say, you know what, I'm going to take on these larger events. I'm going to put the room together and I'm going to be the one who does this. <laughs> I don't know why I did it, but anyway, I know, <laughs> I'm only joking. But just to start anyway, um, you know, anyone that does a event, you know yourself, you know, it, 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 it's like, it's getting this great idea. You know, I have a really great idea. I think we should get all these people that I've met online and take it offline, which is actually what social media is really all about is about building relationships online and then taking them offline and so I um, had created this hashtag about five years ago called Irish Biz Party and it was on every Wednesday night I'll tell you what happened honestly I was struggling as an entrepreneur and I felt do you know what I can't be the only one that's coming up against this red tape against these issues I knew I couldn't be the only person experiencing these things. And there was a recession here in Ireland at the time. And I said, you know what? I had tried to get a loan or something from the bank. And they were like, no. And I was like, oh, my God. I said, how are they? They, they should be supporting people like me that are out there doing their best, trying to m- succeed in business. So I said, hmm, OK. So I did a tweet. And all I said was, hi, everyone. If you're a small business owner, let's all help each other. Let's have an Irish biz party. So that was the hashtag Irish biz party. And all of a sudden, people kind of started saying, oh, this is a great idea. Yeah, well, I was like, well, tell me what you do and where are you based? And and then conversations started happening and then the magic started happening. And then when I saw all this magic happening online, I went, you know, this is amazing. It just became a trend in Ireland. It became the top trend every Wednesday night. And I said, you know what, these people, I really want to meet these people because they they were so like me. We were like-minded. I built a community unknowing to me. Like, it just happened really, to be honest. And then um, I said, you know what, I want to meet these people offline. So I said, okay, let's have a meetup. I called it a meetup, I think, the first one. And I just, another thing, when I went to events myself, I found, um, I went to one event, I got a free ticket or something and I went, oh my God, the information I'm learning today. But the ticket was like 350 euros. And I was like, this is all stuff that us small business owners need to learn, but we could never afford this ticket. And I just felt that it was wrong. The tickets were so high, but yet it was small business owners that needed to learn things like sales and social media and how how to do a sale. Because if you're a small business owner, you need to learn how to sell. It's the first most important thing you need to learn. Um, and then marketing and all of that. So I said, 
hmm. And I was outside with my friend and I said, you know what, Melanie? I said, it's not right. There's, there's no small business owners here. And these are the guys that need to learn this stuff. I know I'll do my own event. <laughs> so that was how it happened. And then I just decided to do an event, affordable tickets. I got a really good price on the lunch. And, and I just negotiated with the hotel to, because the hotel was trying to promote the fact they did events. So it just all worked it all fit. And the first one was a huge success with 250 uh, small business. Yeah. Now I kept the ticket prices really low. I I think it was like 30 euros or something. I made no money at all. But the important thing was like we trended number one in Ireland, the hotel trended number two. Um, We had one sponsor and the sponsor um, trended number three. And then the sound guy, he did it for free. Like I got the community wow. himself. We got the community to get involved. So the photographer did it for free. The sound guy, did, like we all got involved. The printing was done for free. So we all kind of helped our own event to happen. And um, that sound guy, Stephen, I use him to this day and I've sent him loads of business. So he got like, you know, and I pay him this time. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, it worked, you know, because the first one, yes, we no sponsors either. But I, I can tell you, when they saw 250 feet people in one room, they all came up for the next one. So that's kind of where it started. And then because I was on social media so much, I just kept saying, what is the difficulty that businesses are having with social media? They don't seem to get it. I could see so many mistakes happening. And I said, what's going on here? And then I went, and then social media marketing world was on. I was like, oh, I'd love to go to that. And I couldn't afford the ticket. And I said, I know, I'll bring them all over here instead. <laughs> so, so that's when the social media summit came about. Yeah. So that that's, was really cool. Mm. I love that. And I, so a reason why I started too was it was kind of the same thing. It was like, well, I could spend all this money traveling to meet all these people and getting them, hopefully getting them to notice me. Or put them on my put a put a stage together and put them on my stage. It's going to be a heck of a lot easier. And I know it sounds crazy, and it was kind of a crazy thought after that. I hadn't done an event yet, but it really does help. That I'm curious because you said you know the first reason was that you know it was to help your business. Obviously, the events grew. How did the event help your business? Because I don't think people realize the impact it has uh, just by you doing being the facilitator and being the one who puts it together. It's the best thing I ever did because do you know why? It shows that you're able to bring a community together. It shows that you're um, a, a thought leader, I suppose, as well. Um, but it, it actually shows that um, you're a leader. I think that's the main thing is that it shows that you're a leader and it, it shows that um, you're not afraid to take a risk, you know, and that you're able to put something magical together that. It, you know, it, 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 like I would be the face of the social media summit still, even though I'm just a brand ambassador. But, you know, it just um, people will come if they if they like the person, they know the person is going to give value. And and they know that my events are always really, really inspiring and really cool. So when you start doing events, they'll just go, oh, sure, I'll just buy a ticket for that because I know the last one was brilliant, you know. And, and, and that's what you want to do. You want to create the event better and better each time and and have but have the same like I was saying earlier you know I don't like this whole 
them and us thing. I don't like when I see a table on the top stage. I, I, I actually say, like, I remember I was at an event and I was at this special speaker's table. And I was like, oh, for God's sake. And so what I did was I just sat with all the other girls and all the, the other people were looking over, why is she over there? And I was like having great fun with everybody else. And I just think, you know what? No one is better than anyone else. I feel, you know, if we all kind of support each other and help each other, there's loads of business for everybody. And I just like to kind of um, just be myself because I'm nothing special. Like, I'm really not. I mean, I like seven years ago, I was a lone parent on social welfare. And, you know, I'm really not different from anyone else. The only difference is I just, I took a chance and I, I, I was determined and, and I'm driven to succeed because I just don't want to be poor anymore. So I'm not different to anyone else and I'm not better than anyone else. And so, you know, I just like to kind of, for the people to feel comfortable that are there from my own experience going to events. I, I used to feel, Oh my God, what am I doing here? These people are all like, Oh, so cool. And what am I doing here? Who do I think I am? You know? And, and, and I genuinely felt like that. And I don't want anyone to feel like that in my events. I like people to feel like that they're part of it. But that's why building a community online is so important because it's like Brian Fanzo always says, you know, it's, it's, it's hugs. It's not handshakes. When I met Brian Fanzo, I didn't shake his hand. I hugged him. <laughs> when Ted Rubin came into the airport, I, I met him with pom-poms and um, a flag, a big flag saying, welcome to Dublin. You know, it's like, <laughs> you that's know. awesome. It's just, you know, you have to have fun as well. You know, like if it, I don't want to take myself too seriously, but at the same time, I'm serious about my clients and I'm serious that they get results. But, you know, I, I want to stay Sam, you know, and, and Tweeting Goddess is fun and my brand is fun and people know that. And I think when you have a sense of humor and you show your fun side, it, it just shows your authenticity as well. And, and kindness is really important. And I have to say, um, for the first social media summit, like if it wasn't for the kindness, of Brian Fanzo and Ted Rubin and Lenita Darrow and all of those speakers that came, you know, that wouldn't have, that event wouldn't have happened, you know? So, um, I do think kindness is a huge thing. And when you are kind to others, trust me, it comes back to you loads, you know? Now, and I love the part that where you said it, I, and, I do, and don't discount yourself because you are somebody special to do something like that. Like I'm not trying to get all the feels, but it's like, I think people are waiting. They they want to do an event. They want they but they feel they need the status. They feel they need this permission, this thing yeah. to do it. Mm-hmm. And leadership is not somebody saying you, you you right over there. You're a leader. It's about saying seeing something and saying you know what, I'll do it. And it's I think it's people get that so confused. And I love that you just you're like I just saw a need and I did it. But look by learning you didn't know how to you know it's just been step by step by step and how it's grown oh you learn yeah you learn every day (laughs) (laughs) you certainly learn um there are things you learn from the first event where you go okay I'm never hiring that person again or you say you know there's things like where you go oh my gosh I must remember to put pens and paper on the chairs (laughs) you know there's little things or, or powerpoints the number one thing I think people forget is, you know, actually I was in McDonald's today and they've done it all up really cool. Maybe it's been over in America for ages, but they've done it up really cool down here. Where I live in Wexford and um, I was like, oh my God, this is so cool. And then they were like, oh, snap us your whatever it was for Snapchat competition. So I took out my phone, but my battery was low and I went to find a plug and there was no plug to plug in my phone. And I was like, 
guys, you just missed a trick there. You want people to use their Snapchat, but what if their phone is low? Like, you know, so it's funny. We all forget things. We all forget little things. But yeah, um, you know, yeah, I did. I saw a thing and I, and, I, and I did it. And then a girl recently actually approached me. She runs this carers group, you know, for people who are caring for their, their, well, their child or their mother or father or whatever. And um, she's got a huge carers group. And she said, Sam, I really want to do an event, but I haven't a clue how to do an event. And I said, OK. So I said I'd help her. And she got 200. No, she got, sorry, she got 400 carers wow. into a room a few weeks ago huge success and I said I told you it was gonna work and she was so happy and oh it's just and, and, and even they were on this kind of primetime news show about care like it's highlighted carers the whole conference has so she's done what she set out to do and so she was someone that didn't know anything about events at all you know so anyone can do it if they really see a gap you could do an event for accountants you can do event for anything really once you get like-minded people together in one room that's when the magic happens you know so true so I want to cover you know really you, you spoke we talked a little bit about before I hit record about you know really understanding your audience understanding what they need mm. and and really selling that value so I'd love to know some some keys some trip some tricks you've used to really get a feel for what's going to wow them and what you feel they really need you know, to get them to actually come? Okay. Well, first of all, a great thing to do is ask them. <laughs> hey, no, I, it's amazing how many people, but you're right. <laughs> I know. It's so funny, isn't it? It's like, well, you know, I had this big corporate, like, ask, and I was like, have you ever asked them what they want? Like, <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, you could ask them. You can ask people who are in the space. You can ask, um, you know, but, but what I do is I go by what I would like in an mm -hmm. event. So what do I like when I go to an event? I love when I can just get a coffee or a tea when I go in. I love when I can see the agenda so I know where I have to be. Like I, I love feeling special when I walk in the door. So I love feeling that I am an important person walking in the door to your event, that I want you to smile at me. I, want, I don't want to feel ignored, for example. Actually, one girl, um, I was doing an Irish biz party event and this woman, some, someone didn't turn up for the desk, which sometimes happens if it's really early check-in, right? Uh, registration. So uh, I jumped into the desk myself and I just started, you know, checking people in. And this girl came in and she was like, mm, yeah. And she was really snooty with me. And she was like, yeah, whatever, like give me the name badge kind of thing. I was like, hmm, okay. And then later on, she came up to me and she went, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize you were a tweeting goddess. And all I said to myself was, it's too late, honey. You've exactly. already known what you're like. And, you know, I just think about what would I like? I want to learn. I want to learn something new that I can bring away and, and take away with me and implement. If I work for a company, I want to be able to show my boss that I did not waste money on a ticket, that I learned a lot of stuff that's going to help us change our business and improve things. I also want to be inspired so that I feel confident that I will be able to implement these things myself. And I want to be entertained. So all those four things together. And I want to feel comfortable. And like the first thing I said at Social Media Summit, the first one was when I did the introduction and I welcomed everybody, I said, Guys, let's all just leave our egos at the door and have a really good social media event today. And that worked because it set the tone then. Everyone went, oh, okay, 
okay, I'll leave my ego, <laughs> you know, and it was just such a nice way to start things off. So start as you mean to go on, you know. I love it. And can you talk about the impact? Like we talked about the impact to your business and what doing that, but you, especially if you're a first event, right? I mean, you're tired, you're exhausted. You're like, you are praying to God. It all comes together and it works. Yeah, but I don't think sleep the night before. No, no. So you're going out of the night before two hours, maybe, you know? Yep. And so you're going off complete adrenaline that whole day, but could you describe why it's worth it outside of, you know, how it helps your business, but seeing the, the magic that happens, can you explain like what, what makes you keep going year after year? Okay. Um, well, for example, um, I remember people talking about it afterwards. Like I was kind of in shock at the first event because uh, people say, oh my God, that was amazing. That was the best event. I was like, what? I was like, what are they talking about? And then so many people came up to me. I said, hang on now. There must be something that happened here that I, I was like too busy to notice. But I knew, I knew what people wanted. I knew that that thing they wanted just real stuff, you know, no crap. Like just, am I allowed to say crap? Um, you can say crap, yeah. We're yeah, good. Thanks. Re- just real stuff, real people. Like these are all human beings. Don't forget, like people, human beings like to hang out with other human beings. And there are a lot of people that have issues there. They could have had a fight with the wife or the husband on the way out the door. The childcare could have fallen through. What you don't know what happened. Car could have got a got puncture on the car. You know, you don't know what's happened. And there's always someone has a story. Everybody has a story. Mm. So you know, just be aware. Um, when people started to come up to me and saying, you know, God, that happened to me as well. It's like, gosh, you know, I would never have dreamt that that person had gone through that as well. And, you know, um, I suppose the main thing that kept me doing it again was um, that the feedback letters. I got letters afterwards. I got cards. I got um, like people sent me little emails like and I was going, my goodness, like this. I didn't realize that this was such a great thing I did. And um, I was kind of hoping it would be, but you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. (laughs) It was kind of like, but I did. um, Another thing I did before the event, which is really important for event um, organizers is I brought my customers on it, my, my audience on a journey. So when I was going up to a meeting with a potential sponsor, I do a little Twitter video or I take a picture of the sunrise saying, I'm on my way to Dublin now, I'm on the bus. And then one time my car got a blowout and I took a picture of the tire and I took a picture of the guy coming to tow my car. And, you know, I took them on a journey. So when the day of the social media summit actually happened, I took a selfie with the crowd in the background and I said, um, if you can dream it, you can do it. And that tweet was one of my most popular tweets ever because number one, it showed the crowd. Um, number two, it was kind of shown my, my, my haters that I did it, but also it was shown the people that really genuinely were happy for me. Oh, she did it. That's steady. She actually did it. She got 250 people into a room. So I think, um, you know, it's important for before the event to engage with your audience and then during the event and afterwards. And the follow-up is really important to say, you know, I hope you got home okay and it was lovely to meet Mm. you. All those simple things, you know, um, they're really important. Uh, Devils in the details. Um, I think it's so important in the details. Can you talk a little, I love that you're following up with them afterwards, making sure they got home. What about details of the event? Uh, You know, you mentioned a little bit we don't need to get into like pens and paper type level details, but the details <laughs> that you've learned that are just non-negotiable details of oh, putting yeah. together an event, like what's really important 
for you to make, because when people feel great, they're going to come back. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So I'd love to know what you do, like the details that are just important to you. I think sometimes keep it simple is a good um, slogan as well. You know, um, just you, you don't have to be elaborate with the food. For mm-hmm. example, you know, you, you really don't. People just want to eat something. They're hungry. They want to eat something. They want something nice. Cup of tea or coffee afterwards. You know, um, you know. Uh, I suppose I love the TweetBeam screen. I don't know if you've ever used it, TweetBeam.com. And it shows the tweets as, as, oh. as you tweet on the hashtag. So you create a hashtag. Um, there's another one called, um, what one did we use? Hash tracking. Um, I think it's hash tracking. Yeah. So, I mean, like the TweetBeam is my favorite because um, I'm actually a brand ambassador for them. But, you know, they're so cool because if you tweet, your logo or your Twitter uh, avatar comes up and the tweet. So what's that going to do? It's going to make people in the audience go, hang on, I want my logo up there as well. And then you're creating... Um, lots more tweets than you'd normally create and then it trends and then when it trends that data you can track that data by using tweetbinder.com and if you use tweetbinder you can show your sponsors for next year exactly how many timelines that hashtag hit like for social media summit the first one we hit 117 million timelines we trended we trended in Texas for some reason and uh, <laughs> we trended and then what happened then was, um, yeah, we also trended over Justin Bieber's birthday. So, Hey, look at that. Okay. But we did have a lot of influencers. So another thing that I would think about is, you know, if you're getting a speaker, um, you know, find out. Like, I, I always insist that the speakers stay around. I don't like, um, like if I go to an event, I like to give value while I'm there, not just as a speaker, but like by tweeting when I'm there, tweeting when I'm on my way to the event, um, getting some selfies with people, um, helping the event organizer because they've asked me to speak and they're paying me to speak. So I always try and add value myself. So when I was tweeting from, I was speaking at the social media event in um, social media conference in New Zealand, and it, it trended in Ireland. <laughs> and it was because I was tweeting what people were saying on the stage and people were watching and retweeting the tweets I was putting out. And so um, we trended in Ireland. Now, mind you, it was three o'clock in the morning, so there wasn't much happening in Ireland. At the time. <laughs> but no, it's a great tip. It's a great idea. What about like welcoming? Uh, I, I love sorry. to like, no, and I would love even the conversations you have with your speakers to say, hey, this isn't just an hour, 30 minutes, whatever on stage. I want you more actively involved. And have you had anybody push back on that for you? Loads. Yeah. Yeah. And they never get to speak again. <laughs> so did it to come up? Do you, do you pre, like, did it kind of come up where you didn't mention it and they just left? Or is this no, a conversation I, I, you have every time? This, no, this is something I've learned along the way. Um, so I've learned that there are good people out there that will do a brilliant presentation and will really get in with the audience, you know, like Ted Rubin and Brian Fanzon, Melanie Dodaro. They were all great. Ian Cleary, you know, we, we had great speakers that they, they knew that that that's how it is, but there was more inexperienced ones. Um, that kind of did just come and go. Um, actually we had a lovely girl, Sam, and I'd love to get her over again. She actually flew in. She just had a new baby. She flew in, did her talk. 
flew back again. So I said, Sam, we have to get you for longer next time. And she was lovely because that wasn't her fault at all. Like, you know, so I would have loved to have hung out with her and had a you know a cup of tea with her afterwards and stuff. So what I do is I try and have a, a lot of people stay the night before. So we kind of make a big deal of these events and we get people to stay the night before so that people can meet and the other speakers can meet and, and then some of the audience members can meet the speakers. And then um, in the morning, what I like to do is have some music. So I get a, I have a guy, Michael, and he plays the guitar, classical guitar at the check-in, which I think is a nice little That's touch. Cool. It just, yeah, it's, and it helps him because he's trying to get his name out there. And, and who, what happens then? People take videos, people take tweets, and they take pictures of him. So his music's going out everywhere. Um, so I like that on, on check-in. Um, you know, I like a bit of music. Um, we also, uh, sometimes I have a breakout room for the women's events where we'd have a chill zone. And the chill zone, we could have like four different therapists in there. And it could be someone doing hand massages. It could be someone doing. So, you know, the way sometimes it's, conferences can be long, you know, a long day. Exhausting. So they go in there and they get their little massage. And that works really well. So, you know, it, it, it depends. I think the main thing is to make it a nice ambiance when people come in so that they kind of feel comfortable. I suppose that's my main thing. No, great tips and great points. I think that's, I love even, like you said, it's the guitar. It makes people yeah. feel welcome. You're doing him a favor, but it also, you got to think of ways you can boost your reach because it is sponsors love. It's not just about how many attendees you have. They oh, want to yeah. know your social reach. They want to know, you know, what, what's going to be for them. Um, yeah you know, how much you can reach. And, and the more you can show that, the better chance you have of landing big names. And I want to cover the, oh, go ahead. I have another tip. Sorry. Yes, I, go for I, it. I beg your pardon. I have one other tip, which is really important actually. And that is um, to get a videographer. Yes. Because if you get a videographer and the sponsors love to be interviewed on the video, so if you look at all, any of my videos from Women's Inspire Network, you will see that I interview all the sponsors and the sponsors love that because they're getting their logo up there again. They're getting, and we're sharing it out afterwards. And it's there on my YouTube all the time for people to see. So people are seeing it over and over again. And so when you can show the sponsors again on the screen, so they're not just getting the event, they're actually getting on the video as well, which is going to be there forever. You know, that's a lovely selling point as well. Love that. Great tip. Yeah. Anything that you can do to extend it way beyond the day, I think is just so important. Um, yeah. I love that idea. Um, the Women's Inspire Network, how did that evolve? And I'd love to know lessons learned from the your Dublin social media conference, Social Media Dublin, to the women's, because you do small events and then you do one large one in October, correct? So I do two now, two large oh, ones. Oh, now. God bless you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I know, I don't know why. It's like you said, it was like, remember that carers conference? I remember one of the guys that was helping out, he was like, oh my God, I'm never doing this again. And then after the conference, about a week later, he went, I'm dying to do it again. <laughs> it's like, no, it's, it's like having a baby. It really is like you are in labor and you are like, I will never have another child. The baby smiles. Yeah. You're like, when's the next one coming? Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true but yeah um yeah I decided to do two yeah the women's inspire network um yeah I decided to do I could see a lot of these women in business events right and I would go to some of them and I just thought no I'm not learning what I need to learn like I think we're a little bit behind you guys because in Ireland they haven't quite got the fact that it's really important to have a great website it's really important to have a social mm -hmm. media presence 
some people in Ireland don't even have a website. And I know some businesses don't need a website, okay? Of course, there's people like that too. But <laughs> it's much better if you do have a website, right? Yeah. Um, and, you know, I just said, hang on, are these people, I'm not being catered to. What I want to learn is not being catered to. There was, no, there was digital events, right? But there was no, one, no actual event that was just about social media. There was no one telling me how to do the best to make a sale. You know, like simple language, no big words. I just want, I was just a small business owner that just wanted simple language. I didn't go to college. I don't know what that big word means. I just wanted to learn in simple language so that, and that's why when I'm doing presentations, I try and kind of keep it simple. Keep it simple is a huge slogan for me anyway. But, you know, um, sorry, what was the question? <laughs> no, just about the creating it, yeah. the Women's Inspire Network, and then just the evolving of your conferences from... Yeah. Jumping, okay yeah. well yeah the women's inspire network obviously yeah that same thing again i just felt you know i can't be the only woman at home feeling very isolated and you know i, I just felt mm, i'm sitting here in my kitchen working from my office and i was like i said i can't be the only one um out there so i just decided to create um a women's inspire hashtag on twitter and that kind of grew from there now we have i think women's inspiring network uh the twitter account has twelve thousand followers i have forty two thousand, but we also moved it to facebook so the facebook group has eight thousand members wow. but then i was getting drained though and this is a warning for anyone who does build a community you will be pulled left right and center and i don't they don't mean it they don't know that Five other people have also asked you for something today. So they don't realize that. So I said, I'm going to have to do something where I can give value, but that they, they have to pay me for it. So I have a subscription model now where they pay 20 a month or 150 for the year. And we do webinars. We've one in the morning about how to do a good presentation rather than an awful one. Um, we get guests on. And I've, I've such a big network now of social media people as well like we do them on facebook instagram snapchat anything they want to learn i ask them what do you want to learn they a lot of them like to learn about sales and then there was one really interesting one actually we've done two on this and i don't know if it's a woman thing or if it's an irish thing but um how to ask for money you know oh it's a total woman thing not yeah. an irish woman yeah yeah it's interesting isn't it and it's and it's something i've suffered with myself i was undervaluing what i was doing i remember going to speak at an event and um the guy and i we got on really well the guy that hired me and we were having i smoked this vapor thing you know the vaping and um i used to smoke but i do that now and we were having a cigarette outside or whatever and he said you know i'm amazed at how much you charge and i was like why he goes oh it's just the guy last week he charged two thousand more than you did so i was like Oh my gosh. And that was such an eye opener for me. So that's something that we do stuff like that. It could be mindset. It could be confidence. There's a lot of stuff that we teach on the webinars because I know from being a woman in business myself, what it is that I struggle with. And it could be time management. It could be accounts. It could be, and I have a virtual assistant now, which is brilliant because she does, well, she does everything. She's brilliant. But you know, um, but some people think, oh, that's going to be too expensive. But actually, there's different people and different packages. And, you know, and, and I like to show people that there are ways around certain things. Because when I started my business, I had no money, you know, because sometimes they say finance will stop them. But actually, sometimes it shouldn't stop you, you know. Mm -mm. 
Um, so yeah, um, so then when that happened and our community was getting so big, I said, I want to meet these girls. Same thing again. So I said, right, let's have an event. And I just got some really cool speakers. And um, a lot of them for the first event, they like I didn't have to pay any speakers or anything. I didn't get any sponsors because they were all watching again, the usual. But it was huge, 250 women, brilliant day, trended number one. The hotel trended as well, so they were really happy. And I didn't even have the event in the city centre. I had it like about, it was about 15 minutes from the airport. So it wasn't in the city centre at all. But I had the event and people had confidence that it was going to be a good event. So they came. So I just chose the venue and they came. And um, so then the next one, the same again, but we had no problems getting sponsors the second one, you know. Yeah, I love it too because I, you've tested. It's not like you just did it. So I was, I, I, I won't get it, but I did. I was a little naive my first one. Let's just say that. But what yeah. you did was you put together the hashtag and built the community. And yes. so you got, and, and you got all these people where it wasn't just you saying, I want to meet these people, but I bet you, obviously there were other people saying, well, I want to meet so-and-so who I've met through yes. this community. And I want to meet so-and-so. And you built that. And then the event is that much because e- you proved the concept, which is huge. Yeah. And yeah. then you created a community where people were like, I want to go in person and meet some of these people. And I love that you've done that several times over. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I just like parties. They're, they're like my version of parties. <laughs> no, it's perfect. I mean, that's where I love getting a group of people together. I do. I'm the same way. It's like, I love being, I don't want to be the center of attention, but if I can get people together, I'm happy as happy can be. That's and there's nothing as satisfying, actually, is there, um, do you think, Erin? You know, when you're sitting there and, and, and someone's speaking on the stage and you just look around the audience and you see everybody's listening. And I just love that feeling. It's like, oh, great. I did this. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. When they're taking notes. Like when I look around and they're like feverishly taking notes. I'm like, Oh, yes. do you know, at the social media summit, people were taking notes and we couldn't believe it. We were like, wow, people are actually taking notes. They're not like tweeting on the they were actually taking notes which was really interesting to see and um yeah and you know I, I, there was another point i thought of there actually uh, water always have water mm. um, water <laughs> because people always need uh, water um what's the other tip there i thought of there's so many things so many things that you learn along the way um oh yes goodie bags yes okay it doesn't matter what's like well it does matter what's in the goodie bag but you know I had a whole community of business owners who had stuff to, to give me. So they had, oh, will you put one of my candles in your goodie bags? Yes, I will. Will you, you know, put my 15% voucher in your goodie bag? Yes, I will. You know, I had a, a beauty spa and I said, look, you know, I'll give you a stand. You can be like the selfie station. So it was just to touch up your makeup. And so they were a spa and they, they, they had a stand uh, in exchange for being there with the makeup brush so that if anyone did want to touch it, but also they put a, a, a free facial voucher into the goodie bags. And who doesn't want a free facial? You know, you get the people in for the free facial, they might go, mm, can I get my nails done as well? I might have a massage actually while I'm here. You know, so it's it's amazing, you know. Yeah, so goodie yeah. bags are, are always a nice little touch. And it could be something simple like a, a power bank. Power banks are really popular. You know those little power banks? Yes, yes. So Microsoft had them. Microsoft sponsored one of our women's events and um, they had the little power banks and they only had 50. 
So what I did was I said, well, you have to go over and take a selfie by the Microsoft stand and use the hashtag Microsoft Ireland. And so Microsoft Ireland uh, trended because everyone was going over and taking their selfies. And then we all got a, a, a power bank. I love that idea. That is awesome. Well, Samantha, I know we're hitting 30 minutes. I know it is super late where you are. I want to be 100% respective of your time. Um, although I could talk about this all day. Um, okay. <laughs> I know. I love talking this stuff because I love learning. I mean, you've given some amazing tips and I just love to just discussing it with other people because I feel it can be a very lonely business that you're built. You know, when you're doing it, you're kind of it's lonely. Yes, and Erin, like, you know, I mean, there's there's a community you could create a, an events uh, organizers community. I mean, look, you know, I'm here, you know where I am, you know, you can reach out to me anytime. I mean, I remember one girl was organizing an event just as a warning. There was a girl organizing an event and some things happened and I said at one stage, I said, you know what, I think maybe you might need to postpone this event or not do it because she was exhausted. She was ugh, so stressed. And in the end, she pulled it. She didn't do it. So now she lost a bit of money. But you know what? Sometimes your sanity and your peace of mind is much more important, you know? Yeah, I've slowly learned how to take better care of myself. First one, yeah. I like gained a bunch of weight. I mean, you it's funny. You see the videos of me because I did it. You see the videos. You're like, my face is getting fatter, like all this stuff. And then I was so exhausted. Um, yeah. So I started doing CrossFit to handle the stress. Second one, though, I was so stressed out. I was losing my hair. Like a couple of months <gasps> after I started losing, like my hair was just coming out. So I'm like, okay, we got to oh. like change the event a little bit where it's not, you know, as stressful. But I've had to, I think that's one of the most, it's not about getting people in the seats. It's not about getting sponsors. It's about how to take care of myself through the whole process because I, you know, people would be getting emails from me at three in the morning going, Aaron, why are you still up? I'm like, well, I got to get this stuff done. I know, but you know what? Actually, one thing I haven't mentioned, which is really important as well, I surrounded myself with a team. Mm -hmm. So I surrounded myself with good people. I got a couple of people offered to volunteer and I said, okay, bring it on. Come. Yes, yes, please. And I just, any volunteers, I gave them a free ticket, you know, got, get their free lunch. And, you know, like even the same guy, I've used him, I think, four times now. He was just wonderful. He just was so nice to people. And I was like, right, he's at the front next event. You know, he was just, I put him at the front. I put him at the door. You know, he, you know. so, you know, you will find what people are like. People that you think would be really helpful sometimes turn out to be not so helpful. So, yeah, <laughs> I learned that one too. Or, yeah, yeah. See, we've all been there. But, you know, definitely get a team of people you can rely on. And I have a great team and my team are so good to me because I had to be running around and I feel awful afterwards. I'm like, God, I totally ignored the whole team today. But like they get it now. They know that it's just me and my little busyness. But um, I always reward my team as well at the end, though. I always get flowers delivered and I give a bouquet of flowers to all my team at the end. Oh, great tip. Love that one too. Oh, Samantha has been great. Whoops. Uh, so if somebody wanted to find out about your next events, where could they go? Well, if they follow me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, tweeting goddess, tweeting goddess, tweeting goddess everywhere. Um, but definitely the Women's Inspire Network, if anyone wants to join, like we have a private Facebook group there and I'm always asking opinions on stuff. And, you know, I always ask my audience, I always ask the ladies, you know, well, would you like to go to 
got, I actually did a little poll in the Facebook group, but Women's Inspire Network is the best place and on Twitter. I'm always on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Well, you kind of need to be. It would be a, a little yeah. hypocritical if you weren't. I'm just saying. Yeah. But yeah, we'll, we'll have all those links, all that information on our notes page over at epicliveevents.co.co. Uh, Samantha, thank you so much for doing this tonight. I really, really appreciate it. Oh, thank you. I'm delighted. And it's lovely to, anytime you wanted to have a chat, I, I'd sit with you and we'll have a cup of tea and talk about it. <laughs> hey, it's Aaron's from the Epic Live Events, and hopefully you enjoyed this episode. Now, I would love to help you with your live event. And how we're going to do that is by offering you our free live event budget worksheet. Listen, events take a lot of resources, whether it's time, money, or a little bit of both. Uh, you've got to figure out a way to really utilize this in your business to make your money back. So this spreadsheet has both sides, the different costs you may potentially have, how you can fill those in. You can just, you know, fill in whatever number estimates, call some people, get an understanding of what it may cost you to put this event or different ways. Um, you can save some money. And then of course, on the other side, how are you going to make money back? Are you going to sell at the event? Are you going to sell tickets? Are you going to get sponsorship? Are there going to be different things that you can utilize in order to begin to make your money back? And this is a spreadsheet that will help you kind of, I'm a spreadsheet girl. That's how I think all the time, but this will help you really start putting the concept to paper or how can you do better in your, in your next event and, you know, really make sure that bottom line, because as much as I would love to do events for free, I can't like it's it's a resource heavy thing, but I promise you so, so worth it. So you can find that you can go to our show notes over at epicliveevents.co. That's C-O. You can also get it in the notes of this episode or jump over to bit.ly slash epic underscore budget. Again, that's bit.ly slash epic underscore budget. And you can grab that, like I said, for free start the planning. And I'm telling you, it's so worth it every single bit.